Welcome to South Sea Folk, another podcast focusing on what's going on in and around South Sea. There is so much stuff. We're spoiled for, cho- for choice, aren't we, Lou? Yeah, we certainly are. Yeah. Um, you had a good week. Yeah, it's been good. We didn't do one last week, did we? So it's been quite, we had Father's Day on Sunday. So everything's, you know, almost back to normal. I went down the pier with my children, had a pint on the pier, done the gaiety. Um, got my um, birthday, which I share with our podcast guest today, tomorrow. Oh, and I, yeah, and I'm going to go to um, the Algarve Grill um, to have oh, my, my meal with my children. Yeah, I've been there before. Oh, They're excellent. It's amazing. The food mm. is amazing. And the service. And they just, they always look after their customers. Yeah, they're so they? nice. Yeah. They're so nice. Um, yeah. Oh, hopefully it's nice. What about you? How's your, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been really good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really busy with mm. the... Um, with Southy folk, um, I was chatting with my dog size. So, um, you know, he's oh, got yes. exhibition yes. coming up. He's working really hard on that flat out. Got the tickets for that. Him, hoping to get him on the podcast, aren't we, John? Yes, we are. That would be that so, would, that'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah, I've got my yeah. tickets for the um for the last day of yeah. the uh, things. So I'm looking. At, hopefully, don't, don't tell Paul, but I'm looking to steal some stuff on the way out. I think. <laughs> Well, from, what, from the chats, from the chats I've had, yes. it's a derelict building. <laughs> so you, you know, I don't know how dark it will be in there, but um, yeah. there's some real big, mystery. A big bag. You know, take a big bag and just put some stuff in there. <laughs> real mystique around the mm. exhibition, so that's exciting. Um, yes. yes, and so. I went. You know, I popped down to Pigeon Books. It's um, one year their one year uh, birthday that they've okay. been at the top of Albert Road. So. If people listening, if they look out for some, uh, we've got an article coming out from the bookish mindset talking about the birthday, um, and it's actually Independent Bookshop Week this week. So, um, you know, get yourselves down to Pigeon Books, and they, yeah. they've got a wonderful range of of books at the moment, um, and they've also got a really lovely um, collection of where you can buy mm. an LP. So they've got Iggy Pop. And then yeah. you've got Irving Welsh train spotting, and you buy it as a bundle. It's kind of yeah. Part. I saw the bookish mindset yeah. down down South Sea Market on <laughs> Saturday. So they they make that combination of different formats and mead stuff, don't they? And put it together in a um, in a package. That's um that's that's good thinking. Yeah. Well, well, Nikki from the bookish mindset, she does um, a monthly subscription, mm. which is um she's she she does a monthly book which she gets from Pigeon Books, and then she puts, like, different other independent mm. gifts in, and you can get that every month. So that's a bit separate to the Pigeon it is, Books. D- d- yeah, yeah, I know, I know they're a separate entity. Coordination yeah. with, with them, yeah. But, I mean, you know, th- we went down on, on Saturday to support Phil and Mel at the Pigeon Books, and um, they, they, she, they've just got some amazing things in, in there. They've got little yeah. pins, and they've got amazing bookmarks and it's not all just books they've got really no. nice gifts as well yeah, so cool. get yourself so, down yeah so who, who have we got then on the podcast for this week lou well uh, we've got matt from weekend defender records so welcome matt good morning thank you very much for having me yeah thanks for coming on the podcast um, so anyone listening um, that doesn't know who Weekend Offender Records are, can you give a bit of a description about you and what you do um, for people out there? Yeah, sure. Um, so 
we get the Fender Records um, started in in 2019 um, from a band called Lo-Fi Rebels who uh, uh, played a number of, of gigs, and we wanted to put together a, a vinyl um, for to sell at the Wiccan Festival, which we were we were playing at. Um, and we put together and made our own seven-inch vinyl, and and it kind of started from there because it sold out. And then we had the idea of we'd like to do it and help other artists do the same thing that we do because the the costs of making any form of physical media incredibly yes. expensive. Um, so we do that for them. So we did a range of competitions. Um, we encourage artists to send us demos, and we mm. will release it on a physical format, which means that they can make a little bit more money than they can from the streaming sites and also have a beautiful finished product because with a number of releases, it's about the artwork and the whole, the whole package together rather than just um, a track and a, and a little icon on a And, on and a the quality is better, isn't it, Matt? Yes. You're saying, oh, you know, compared 100%. to the downloads that you can get off um, what, all the streaming sites, the quality is much, much better. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, um, it, for the artists, it gives them a, a little bit of a um, more financial reward. Not that as artists we do it for the financial reward, we do it for mm. the love. But at least then we can actually make a make a couple of quid from yeah. from yeah. from our own tracks. And and the same as that as well, we work with a, a number of, of local venues, um, mm. actually putting live shows on. Um, and these shows are paid as well, so the artists that turn up actually make some money from it, yeah. um, which is a rarity in in some cases. Um, so it's it's kind of growing from growing from there ever so slowly but the yeah. main focus at the moment is just really starting again from lockdown rebuilding yeah. the final releases cassettes and cds yeah so what i was going to say to you was you know the music industry has been through a horrendous time i, I think one of the um you know parts of different creative industries i think it's been one of the hardest hit when you think of kind of you know no live gigs We've just had a massive round of festivals cancel last week. Um, you know, they're not going to be putting on their summer festival. Um, you know, artists, you know, struggling to kind of, well, they can't get out there and play the music. You know, how have you, how have you coped with that um, over the last year? And what have you done creatively to kind of, you know, combat, you know, those music blues, as they would oh. say? <laughs> Yeah, it has been an absolute nightmare. And, and, and just before um, sort of lockdown hit us, uh, we had we'd done two sold out shows at the loft, um, which it was going fantastically well. Mm. Yeah. And then for so many of us, we were kind of at a loss of what to do. I, I, Facebook was full of streaming shows from, yeah. from local artists. We were fortunate that there were a number of artists that actually had pre-recorded material. So ah. the actual bulk of the music was recorded um but mm. at the same time um it just needs to be mastered where well, one man on his own can can master the tracks okay. providing them so we could get around because a lot of artists it was quite a creative time for a lot of yeah. people because they were they were channeling um you know their inner strengths and, and writing some fantastic new material but obviously couldn't record it but right. we still managed to release because a lot of the uh, the plants and when we were making the, the vinyls were still in place yeah. um to actually create the tracks so we could still release the music um which was the key fact i think it was a, towards the end of i lose track of the lockdowns um lockdown yes, number sure. two um it was a bit of a of a nightmare because we kind of run out of the, the music to release um fortunately that coincided with us trialing live music again i think that we had the first post-lockdown gig um and when we had 
various covid marshals and all sorts of things we had to run at half capacity it was oh, really? it was yes. a nightmare from from, yes. from start to finish because, because most of the small artists don't have a recording studio they can just jump yes. into do they exactly. if, you, if you've got your own studio then you can record but otherwise you're not there's nowhere for you to go and, and put the music down in the first place exactly that i mean mm. you can do so much on, on pro tools or on a, on a laptop but yeah you do need especially things like if you if you're recording drums or uh, mm. anything else you need a space to be able to record those and and we're blessed with a, a plethora of, of recording facilities in the city, but you can't always get to those. And of course, the restrictions that didn't allow us to, to be able to do that. Um, so we did have a number of material. We did a couple of streaming streaming sites and some yep. online competitions for, and really just tried to, to get behind things like the Music Venue Trust supporting, um, because the, the main concern really was when this was over, would we have anywhere to play? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So, so looking at your site, Matt, um, you, uh, some of the technology sort of went past me a bit. Now I know what a vinyl oh, record is. Yep. <laughs> I know I've got them. I've actually replaced almost all my vinyl now. My my favourite one is an Out of the Blue um, LP by um, ELO. Yep. I've got all those. But you mentioned lathe cut vinyl. Yep. Is there different ways of doing it? Is that a particular way? What does that mean? It's it's the old way of doing it. To be fair. Ah. So pre vinyl pressing plants. If we go back to sort of Alan Lomax in the in the early years of the States when he went and recorded a lot of the blues musicians. Mm. Um, it's hand-cut vinyl. So oh, each yeah. one is an individual. They're, they're hand-cut on a on a record lathe, if you will. Yeah. Hence the same lathe-cut vinyl. So they're, they're hand-cut and they're done in real time. So the oh, tracks really? play and the needle cuts the groove into the ah. vinyl. Yeah. So rather than pressing where you just you put yeah. it in and the plant presses it, which is fantastic and does it incredibly quickly, but it's not cost effective. So for a number of artists, mm. you're not going to really make anything until you've sold 500 odd records. Yeah. Well, yeah, for a number cool. of people, they can't do that. So we do mm. them in, in limited runs of lathe cut vinyl. So they're hand cut and we can do them in orders of 20 to 30 to 40, yeah. depending on the, the size of the artist and, and yeah. how well they think they'll sell them. Did the you, um, sorry, did, sorry, did you, um, do you work with lathe to the grave? The we have was... done. We, we've come, come across and find out there were one of the people we approached to do do supplies for us. We do some of our own. We do outsource it. So yeah. depending on on cost wise is is yeah. where we will go. We've got a, a couple of supplies. We've been in contact with Lathe the Grave because it's on the doorstep, which made more yeah. more common sense. But we've had them, and yeah. depending on the artist, also. So we've had a a couple of country musicians. Well, I thought it was a nice touch. I had a chap over in the states. Um, that was in Nashville. So where better for a oh, country nice. artist to get a vinyl cut yeah. in Nashville? Oh, that's um, cool. So we kind of tailor it to the artist as well. Yeah. Um, but Lathe the Grave are on the hit list. We've come across yeah. them. Uh, at some point, we are bound to do something with them, especially yeah. with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only reason why I ask is just because they, they were in the top, well, you know, she was in the top two of um, the best new independent mm. for South Sea folks. So a lot of people actually voted for Laid to the Grave. And I didn't know a lot about her before that. And it was really interesting to sort of find out, you know, like you say, the whole process of what you've just talked about. Um, so I just thought because she was local, I didn't, I didn't know if you did any work. Yeah, we, we, the, the plan will be to, to do that. We've been in contact a, a few times and um, that will be the, be the kind of next step because it's a lot easier to pick it up than... In certain cases, we've been um, dealing with with pre-lockdown artists yeah. and and labels and lathe lathe cutters in the states, 
or lathe trolls, as they like to call lathe them. Lathe trolls, really? Lathe <laughs> trolls. They've got their own little. They've only got their own little website where you find out about various yeah. people doing. And um, <laughs> we to get something sent from the states pre-lockdown, it was taking four or five weeks. Well, of course, yeah. we, we potentially it's on our doorstep there, so it's it's working costs and everything around when we do it'll be a, a lot I, easier. I the technology, even now, when you look at records and you think of the grooves and the needle and how that works, it, mm. it is still pretty amazing, isn't it? The and way nothing, nothing compares to when you put no. that, that needle and get the hits. Even the crackles, yeah, even the crackles give it, give it character. Oh, but, yeah, but one technology, I'm not really, I'm not sure if it should be coming back. And I'll, I think it is, but, and that's cassettes. I mean, yes. is that really becoming a thing now? It is. And uh, funny enough, we, we got in a, a, an artist, uh, a group from, they were a hardcore punk band um, yeah. from L.A. got in contact with us. Um, and they'd seen what we were doing. I don't know how. Um, and they said, we'd love to do a release for you, but we only want it on cassette. Huh? We want a handful of vinyl and we want the majority on cassette. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking, why? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, at yeah. first. And it, the popularity of the cassette is in, in the States. Of course, we don't have, really at the moment, the equipment to play it on because most of the tape players I've these days have no, no. you haven't got one or or the ones that have, have kind of fallen by the wayside but it is a medium with a number of sort of high profile artists doing it yeah we've kind of followed yeah. suit as the yeah. you know for the for that generation after vinyl people do fondly remember cassettes even though you know the the tape came out of them you say that, guys, but when you think about it, there are a lot of cars that people drive that have still got cassette players in yeah, them. The and yeah. it's that feeling of like opening that cassette and it takes you back. I mean, oh my gosh, it, I, you know, I had um, a bit of an interview with um, Sam from Brutalist Records and mm -hmm. I was chatting to him about how I'd just um, watched um, a really good film. Um, oh, what is it called? I can't remember now. But it's basically about a lad in the 80s that walks around with his Walkman and his headphones on and yes. he's just playing Bruce Springsteen yes. at the time. And it just <laughs> takes you back to being 12 mm. with your Walkman and your cassette. And I think that's what people love. They just like to have that, you know, nostal nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to eight tracks coming back. Funny you should say that. In, in the cupboard, no. I do have an eight-track uh, machine because we were looking at options to release something on eight-track. Um, because we did get a strange request from someone going, "Could you, could you produce something on eight-track?" Yeah, we can do that. But we've, it's just kind of getting the the eight-track and a number of donor eight-track cartridges, etc., yeah. together, um, and the machine to play it on. So I've got to fix the machine. And then we should hopefully be ready to do something. I think the only advantage <laughs> on an eight track was you could actually press a button and it went to track two, four, six, and eight, hence the eight track. So you could skip yep. rather on a cassette where you're rewinding and, uh, and trying to get trying to get to it. Oh, yeah. Did you never? Did you, Matt? Did you ever in the eighties? I used to have a big subwoofer and I used to record the charts on a Sunday night and I'd be pressing. To stop because I didn't want to get any of the adverts in our. Oh, the in DJ in there, do you? Yeah, you don't want the DJ. <laughs> Did you uh, that, Matt? Yeah, I used to do that all the time. I used to sit in sit in my room waiting waiting between the tracks, and then <laughs> you'd often get. So I think they cottoned onto this, so they'd try and do the the little preamble bit just yeah, before the yeah. vocals came in. Absolutely. So at some point, you would have. A DJ talking over it, which got a little bit frustrating. Gary Davis I was, or, um, yeah, whoever, whoever on your tracks. 
So again, going back to your website, and you, you made an interesting um, comment about uh, the kind of music you listen to. And one of those was um, music that makes your head think. Mm. What What is making your head think at the moment? And that, I think we've, we're blessed where we are, that there's a number mm. of artists coming through in, in, in a number of different genres. And in this city, if you look, I won't mention them down, down the motorway, there is it's it, the scenes aren't as as popular as they are here. We've got venues that want to play. We've got artists coming through. Um, just thinking of a few we've had Rotaries, Young Pine, um, coming through at the moment, which sort of sparks imagination. There's the the Calaveras, um, who are yeah. band we've we've done a few times. Absolutely fantastic. Kind of reminds me of a, um, a country Kasabian. I think was the best oh, way really? I've, I've put it. Yeah, nice. it's very interesting, and there's so many different types of genres coming through i mean we we started off as a as as with lo-fi rebels with a with a punk band across between dr feel good and um the sex pistols we play very fast very loud and just about cover our instruments but that would be a child wouldn't it if they t- they got together the child oh, of those yeah. two yes can you imagine oh, that's pretty much us and uh, yeah <laughs> and then but ever ever since that the kind of evolves we've never liked to put um we're happy to produce and work with anyone, anything that kind yeah. of makes your foot tap, your head think, or, and we've come across a number of those artists, you know, that you've covered a few of them, Cur of the Jungle, Mudlarks, people like that, um, fantastic local artists um, who've got hopefully some, some really good, bright really features. Good. I'd never heard of them, to be honest, until the, mm. the Folk Awards, and I've listened to some of their stuff, and it is really good, you know, very impressed. Mm. Yeah. There's some fantastic talent in, in, in the mm. city, and it's just really... Um, yeah. Trying to get them all to to do something and give them a platform to to perform on. Yeah, yeah. So you've got um, I mean, you sent me a couple of flyers. So you've got some um, you know, gigs coming up. So yeah. what's happening with that, Matt? Is that going to be sometime over the summer or? Yeah, we're we're adding to it all the all the time. Um, it's just really after the the end of of lockdown, we we kind of had to really start again, which was a bit unfortunate. So. We've we've teamed up with um, the Fifth Hands and in on Albert Road, oh, yes, and yes. Um, yeah. we're under new management now, and the Golden Eagle, um, and we're doing two um, nights, free nights of live music there. So the artists get paid, oh. but for everyone else coming down, it's free entry, um, and we're obviously bringing some of the uh, the back catalogue down there as well, and a few T-shirts for to nice. sell as well. Good T-shirts, um, I think the T-shirts. You've seen the T-shirts? Yeah, so very make good. An excellent addition to your collection. Absolutely, <laughs> might be able to send you one. Uh, and then we've got a, one right in the middle of the because the first one's this Sunday uh, at the Golden Eagle, uh, and then we've got one coming up which is uh, in Waterlooville because the Waterlooville music scene is kind of quite quiet. So now, we now found. People a... will know where the Fifth Hands is, Matt, but t- the Golden Eagle's a little more tucked away, isn't it? So wh- whereabouts is that? If it's people Del- are Delamere Road. Delamere Road. The, um, I can't remember the postcode, so um, <laughs> but it is on the flyer. Yeah, um, but he's kind of tucked tucked away around the around the back of the world. But it's a fantastic um, uh, uh, venue. Obviously, don't park your car on the side roads because the traffic wardens will will You're pick up before six o'clock. Walk, yeah. take a bicycle. Walk or take a bicycle, yeah. and that means you can join the the fine ales and and yes. uh, other spirits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, we've got one up in in Waterloo as well, which is a, a paidful festival, um, which will be the be the next one just because there there wasn't anything on and we found a hole and thought well we could do something with it as a as as an option so so for people then who um this might be the first time they've heard of you i'm sure that's not true for many people but there will be some hidden away how do they get 
on the five thing on the hand. Count on the hand how many that will be. But how do they find out more about you? They can find out more about it if you just type in Weekend Defender Records um, on any good search engine. Um, you will come across us um, just above the the clothing label with the same name. Yeah, um, that's what I found when I first saw it. So, <laughs> or yes. type in records.com uh, That'll bring you straight to the, to the website, and uh, the contact details are on there to, to get in contact with us. Or if you're on, if you do like the um, new social media, we've got Facebook and Instagram. We've just put at um, Weekend Defender Records. Um, or if you like me, get your children to help you. Um, you can find us that way as well. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. What I was going to ask was, I think we had a little chat about this, didn't we? Is um, where did Weekender Offender? What 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 was the idea of using that as a as a label? Because I think it's really cool. And I told you into that. My son's got a song mm. which says "Run a Bender, Weekend Offender." You know, on about boys going on a, a weekend away. But where does it come from then? It, it came from a, a Lo-Fi Rebels track that, that we wrote. Um, mm. And I was thinking of a number of different names from from for, for record labels and coming across uh, different logos and things that had influenced me from sort of Joe Meek um, to you know Island Records and things like that. And then we just came out, came about. It. I thought we we wrote a song called Weekend Offender, and then suddenly it came from Weekend Offender Records. And then the logo kind of came into into the idea of actually we just put the the circle kind of like an Island yeah. Records logo. We can't have a uh, palm tree or anything so let's let's go with prison prison weekend yeah, offender, the offender. Yeah. and then came the bars and and it, then it just stuck <laughs> um and i love it i really went, love it they went on why why are you using your own song i thought well actually it goes and yeah. it's, yeah. it's just that Where it all started isn't yeah. it yeah where it came from I, love that. I think it's really cool mm. um no that is, is is very good um and the other thing i was going to ask you was um you know, what's the plans kind of for, you know, when we get round to autumn and that kind of thing? Will there be a lot more gigs inside or, you know, are you Hopefully. doing anything outside? We're, we're trying to, we're looking at options um, for, for outside, outside and probably linking into to working either with a festival or, or doing our own at some point. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the next stage. The gigs will just keep coming now um, and yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll move with, with as restrictions allow. Um, the other side of it will be, uh, I think, for us, we're looking at the option of, of doing something either as a with a venue or having a, a space for people to play. So it's a cost of a, a cost effective way of allowing musicians to either record or play, as well as having a, 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 a performance space. It will be one aspect. Obviously, finding the, the necessary real estate, if you will, is, is another matter. Yeah. So we're, we're keeping that kind of. Um, open at the moment but you you the, should um, collaborate with one of the wonderful breweries we have around here like Mackie Mackie or Staggerly Good or someone that's, like yeah. that that's the plan and funny yes. we've been in touch with Staggerly Good but and um, yeah. even we've even gone down to, to Gospel Way to just to get in touch with breweries um, mm. and yeah. these because I, I quite like the idea of a real ale festival um, yeah people look at me and go why would you want to do that and I think they just go hand in hand it's not, I think that, yeah, I think the, the image of a real ale festival has changed. Mm. I mean, and you look at the pubs around Portsmouth, such as the Greenwich and the Merchant, and obviously many, many more. 
And that's what we call real ale, but it's much more up to date, much more a younger audience, isn't it, for real yes. ale now? Yes. Very much so. And, yeah. and yeah. Mark, who does a lot of the, the promotional work with me and, and does, the, does the gigs, looked at me. Um, he went, Why would you want to do that? I said, You don't realise how much of a. And we, we, chat, we were chatting to a couple of the local venues and they said, Oh, it's a great idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's so, such a demand for it. And, and now, of course, you've also got gin festivals and all sorts yes. of Yes. And you've got sports. Portsmouth Distillery now. Yep. Gin I've on been on that one step. already. Nice. <laughs> wait, waiting on an email from them. That's, that's the, ah, the next yeah, They're that nice was... chaps. We've interviewed them and they won the Water Safety Folk Award and they're, they're good They're good chaps down there. And if you get a chance, actually go down to the brewery. Go and see them mm. because it's an amazing place they've got um, yeah. set up there and it's well worth a trip down. It's not it's just to buy a bottle of gin. And it's yes. free to free delivery in um, in the local area. So you can't, you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong. So we're going to change change it a bit now, Matt. Okay. We're going to we're going to questions are going to be a bit bit more personal, just to find out a little bit more about you um, and um, what your interests are. So the first one um, I'll take, and then so to name a film, Matt, that you've watched more than once and why. Um, I, it's probably Star Wars is the big one. Ah, yeah. yeah. Of, 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 of a certain age. Um, <laughs> uh, Which is your favourite film then? Which one? I yeah. would say I'm a sucker for Return of the Jedi, but I think the original Star Wars is is still. Yeah. I mean, I know that everyone seems like Empire Strikes Back, but the original Star Wars was the first one I saw, and it, it was, was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, um, my favorite is A New Hope. I I think it's got a real vibe to it. Did, did have you watched any of the Mandalorian, Matt? Yes, I've seen oh. them all, and I. I've got a Disney Plus subscription just to see it. <laughs> 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 it was the same. Just, just to have uh, a look. It was fantastic. Yeah. I reckon Little Mermaid was on there as well. And Toy Stories. Oh, no, they're not Disney, are they? Toy Story aren't Disney. So. <laughs> no, but Little Mermaid is. And, and having yeah. two daughters, yes. Uh, they uh, have been watched. <laughs> perfect. perfect. Yeah. Star Wars. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So but, what, um, what do you think about sort of, um, are you? Uh, do you like hot or do you like cold? That's hot. the next question. It's got to be. It's got to be hot. Um, mainly is that when you the beach. yourself, Matt? And you need, you know, you need to go for the heat rather than the ice pack, or do yeah. you mean kind of like hot as in the environment? I like hot as in the environment. I, I, I believe me, no one wants to see me in a pair of swim shorts. But it's. <laughs> um, I think I prefer being warm than I prefer being cold because at least it's quite easy to. Turn the temperature yeah. go down the beach, or you know, you've got a beach on your doorstep. It's, it's well, wow, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a no brainer. Are you still are you a spicy side, or um, or you're a chicken, um, or a chicken supreme person? I'm what I must admit, I'm a, a little bit more plain. My my stomach goes haywire with any form of spice. Yeah, I right. like it, but you soon know if I've eaten yeah. spicy. My <laughs> yeah. partner, on the other hand, loves anything that's got um, heat. Or chilies, or she's been to chili festivals and things, and that's the you know the the oh, hardcore yeah. ones. I look at it and feel feel hot. <laughs> so so I'm going to give you the chance to spend some time with someone, anyone. They can be dead or alive, famous or not famous. Who's that person going to be? Uh, I think the obvious one's going to going to be my mum, bless her. Um, always a, a great influence in in life. Um, introduced me to music. Um, both my mum and my dad. What was her uh, music then? What did she like? What did she listen? She was a mad state. I was brought up, fortunately, with my dad on the side of, of Buddy Holly. Um, yeah. Joe Meek. He, he played in a number of bands in the oh, right. 50s and 60s. But my mum was very much a status quo 
No. no. I, oh wow! I her, yes. thought you had said that. You she know, followed. Means. She followed them around um, yeah. European tours, UK really? tours. She was a groupie. Wow. Um, but it, it was that kind of musical upbringing that it was never far from home. Um, so I think if you weren't looking at a um, sort of famous person, if you will, when there are plenty of those, of course, but I think we'd love, but first of all, if you had an hour alone and you just sat yeah. there on a bench, tour, it would always be, it would be my mum. On the famous side, I think there's been so many great artists. Buddy Holly was, was always one of the key one for me growing up. Um, I say production side, because that was always my, my thing. Well, probably someone like Joe Meek, who was a, Genius. Oh yeah, yeah. People, I think most people have heard of heard of that man, don't they? Mm. So there's a fair yeah. fair few. Put it that way. We could be here for hours. If we I could be, them. but yeah, yeah, we don't have hours, do we? Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so can you cook, Matt? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I've been cook, enough to get by. Yes, <laughs> enough to be dangerous. Enough to be dangerous. Yeah, yes. you know, I, I can follow a recipe, put it that way, but I'm not going to give Gordon Ramsay or anyone else a rub of their money. <laughs> no. You have a signature dish, then, do you? Something that your daughters will cry out for Dad to make. Uh, to be fair, they like my barbecues, but other than that, it's it's a curry or, or spag bowl is the, the oh, one that they will ask oh, to make. Oh, mm. you can't I've, I've... Get a spag bowl. No, you can't. You just can't. And I and I found that you had a few little the, the spices and things, and it tastes quite nice. But I, yeah. I get told I get told not to experiment. It's the same. <laughs> Keep it as it is, Dad. Leave it by as the it children. Is. Yeah, yeah. They don't like it. They don't. Like broken. Don't lessons. fix it. <laughs> exactly that. Oh, oh, that's all really cool. Oh, that was quite cool. Well, is there anything that you wanted to share with listeners, Matt? Anything that you really wanted to sort of get out there? Um, to, to be fair, it's it's. I think we're, we're blessed that we have. It's, it's really to keep supporting the the live local music scene because it needs you now more than ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, even if it's 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 turning up and show, we've been lucky that the events we we have been able to do. There's always been a full house. Um, we've had well, had obviously COVID restrictions allowing, but they they've always people have come out and and the last gig before. We knew we were going into lockdown at the loft. It was it was a full house. We had people trying to get in. We couldn't let them yeah. in. Um, yeah. And now the other side of it, of course, coming out of it, there are people still returning. People wanting to see their their friends and family. People wanting to support local artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing our bit, you know, by trying to help. Um, if you do love your your local music scene, then obviously take a look at the website. Um, take a look at some of the vinyl. Have a listen to the artists. The links to their social media pages are there. You know, we're, we're yeah, blessed with. Cool. A number of um, uh, great venues, um, artists, and promoters um, in the city that are that are all trying to do their bit, and we need you guys to, to come and help. You know, if it's an excuse to go and see your mates, well, bring them to a live music do it, event. Do it. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Get out there and support these businesses that have done yeah. so well and are still around and do need your support. Yeah. Also, yeah, Definitely. very much. I don't know whether you've heard of Nikki from Mix It All Up. She does a music blog. But she made a comment the other day, which really, really stuck with me. And and she said, you know, all these people that, that, you know, go on and on and on about, you know, big bands and big bands that have made it and the ones that get played on Radio 1. But all these bands started somewhere. They started Mm -hmm. local and they started with local support. And that's what that's what we need. We need to get back to being in a community where. We're just doing that, don't yeah. we? The rest, yeah. the rest will come. All these artists came from, um, you know, a, a, a beginning, you know, and that will be in the local pubs and clubs and mm. and anywhere you've got a place to play. 
um, yeah. and that's in their bedrooms. Yeah. Yes, in their bedrooms. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, from the bedroom punk rock shows. I remember speaking to a, a chap from from the railway inn in Winchester who came around and said, "Well, Ed Sheeran turned up here and played for dinner." Yeah, yeah. You know, nice. And, and yeah. you look at the artists that come gone through the gone through the Wedford rooms over the years. Um, yeah, you know, they've all yeah. come from a, a, a beginnings and and moved yeah. on to to bigger and larger venues. But they you do, you don't get that overnight. You know, no. you have to work wow. at it. And, oh, okay. and that's where the support really comes in, and it's it's needed now more than ever. Well, yeah. that's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure to um to speak to you, and I'm glad that you're still around and you're still doing what you're doing. It makes um, South Sea yeah. a richer place. And um, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Oh, pleasure. Thank, pleasure. And thanks for uh, yeah giving us your time, and we'll definitely check out um your artists, and I'll try and see if I can get down. Yes. Is it the Golden Golden Eagle? Golden, Eagles, Golden Eagle on um at Sunday the twenty seventh of June. Right. And oh, I can't remember the date now. The uh is I think the second of July, which is the um fifth hands. Uh, it's all it's all on the website, isn't it? It's so all on the website. Oh, and have a happy birthday tomorrow Thank as well. You too. Yes. Yes. You yeah. Yeah. Birthdays, don't we? Yeah. Twenty one in a few months. I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, take care. Look after yourself. I'm sure we'll um, we'll see you around at some point. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You will. You will. Bye. 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 Bye now.